0: Like other businesses, banks and credit unions always have to be on guard against organizational inertia. Sandra Quince, an executive at Bank of America, joins us to talk about an innovative program there that develops future leaders for the bank and also brings in new experiences and new ways of thinking. Actionable insights can help power smart decisions. Each week, the BAI Banking Strategies podcast focuses on important issues facing financial services leaders, as well as the emerging trends that are rapidly reshaping the financial industry. I'm Terry Badger, your host and the managing editor at BAI. Pull up a chair and join us. There's an old adage, if you're not learning, you're not growing. While typically directed toward individuals, it certainly applies to businesses and other organizations as well. Here with us on the podcast this week is Sandra Quince, a diversity and inclusion executive at Bank of America. We'll be talking about an innovative program at the bank that brings in new ideas and new ways of doing things while further building out the skill sets of future leaders. Sandra, it's great to have you with us on the BAI Banking Strategies podcast. Thank you,
1: Terry. It is such a pleasure to be here with you today. I appreciate you having me.
0: So, Sandra, I just introduced you as being at Bank of America, and you are, but it's a little complicated these days because you're also involved in the Bank's Leader on Loan program. So could you kick off our conversation by giving us a little background on what the Leader on Loan program is all about?
1: At Bank of America, our Leader on Loan program is really where we take executives and mid-level leaders within the company and we loan them out to strategic partners in the community. And it aligns with the expertise of that leader with the strategic need of that community partner so that that individual, although working fully for Bank of America, allows them to also be fully engaged and full-time facing to that organization.
0: I'm not familiar with any other financial institution running this kind of a program on this sort of scale. So where did the idea for Leader On Loan come from? And what does Bank of America get out of lending its executives to other organizations?
1: For us, it's about aligning community need with strategic objectives. And so we'd always had a very strong volunteerism program. But what we also found is some of times our partners would come back to us and ask us, do we have resources or people we could lend to them to help support some of the work that they were leading and driving? in our chief administrative office the idea was really born why don't we start thinking about lending executives on a more full-time basis beyond the board work that we do that many of us also do to really start to help to support the need of these organizations bank of america not only saw the need of leveraging the expertise of these leaders but also, how do we exponentially begin to impact and accelerate the growth of employees internally by giving them more exposure and experience, but also then accelerate the programs in the community that are impactful, whether impacts youth or impacts disproportionately impacted segments of community or those that are less fortunate or in need or differently abled. So really being able to holistically see a win-win for the company, whether we are providing experience and exposure to employees and then also whether where we're accelerating the progress of programs for broader impact in the communities in which we
0: serve. Tell us about the organization that you're currently on loan to and the role that you have there.
1: I am currently on loan to Paradigm for Parity, and I am the CEO. And Paradigm for Parity, our vision really is to achieve gender parity, including racial equity and corporate leadership. And we do this by partnering with companies to develop and promote strategies that drive systemic culture change. We support and partner with Many companies. We have about 144 companies that are a part of our coalition. The CEO signs a pledge that basically states that he or she and their organization are committed to driving gender parity, including racial equity, within 15 years of joining the coalition. And when they join the coalition, they have the opportunity to have the support and partnership of our organization to build their strategy or to help support and enable and accelerate their strategy towards gender parity. We do this by supporting the organization as a whole, whether we're providing resources that are off-the-shelf programming that they can support within their organizations, and or we do this by supporting their C-suite executives by helping them to understand their role in organizations from a cultural change perspective. And then individuals, how do we help to continue their career growth and management
0: within companies? You're a DEI executive at a major bank, now serving as CEO of an organization focused on achieving gender parity in corporate leadership roles. So, Certainly there's a fair bit of overlap between your two professional identities, but at the same time, yours is not a typical CEO path. How did you land on that top position at Paradigm for Parity? Is that a typical step for those participating in the Leader on Loan program?
1: Let me say this. It is not a typical step (laughs) to step out of a role that you have in our company into a CEO role. And typically, our leader on loan participants are driving a specific aspect or a specific program within an organization. My path was a little bit different. Bank of America has been a coalition member of Paradigm for Parity for about four years. Paradigm for Parity was going into their fifth year, and they were in the process of really elevating the way that they ran the organization. And they had just hired on a full-time executive director, were looking to expand the organization, and was actually in process of searching for a chief executive officer at the time. They were in a meeting with our uh, head of HR and my chief diversity officer, Cynthia Bowman, And one idea sort of led to another as the conversation continued, and I received a phone call asking if I'd be interested in going over to Paradigm for Parity as their CEO. So it has been truly an unconventional path, if you want to call it that, but it has been just such a perfect opportunity for me as I was looking, quite honestly, and have been very open about my desire to expand my career opportunities with Bank of America. So it was a perfect match, a great time.
0: Sometimes you're in the right place at the right time, right? With the right set of skills. What is Bank of America looking for in the employees that are chosen to take part in Leader on Loan? And how does the selection process work?
1: At Bank of America, anytime you're considered for anything, you have to be performing. So that goes without saying. But if you take a look at what is it that the organization is looking for, what's the need of the organization, and does this employee have a demonstrated expertise in that area? That's one of the primary drivers for that. The other thing is, can the assignment be supported by that individual's business? And then is the individual available and supportive and passionate about a long-term assignment? So whether that assignment is 12 months, six months, or 24 months, which has been the case for me, I'm going into my second year. And then their willingness to take on that new leadership opportunity. Those are sort of what they're looking for in the leader, but also thinking about the organization that they're going into and making sure that it's truly a good fit.
0: So this is kind of a career accelerator then. People are performing, they're chosen for this assignment. It sounds to me like that's a good way to position yourself for bigger and better things down the road at B of A.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So it's a career accelerator, And certainly it is something that is seen as such, but there are different ways that leader on loan can be done in a company. And for us, it hasn't always been this career accelerator That's just over the last few years, that reputation of this program has really emerged and that the bank has really started to see the value in providing those broader experiences and exposure to its employees and then bringing them back and leveraging those experiences back into the company. So giving, but also being... being able to get on the back end as well. It's also been leveraged as an opportunity for those that are later in their careers and they are looking for a way to really continue to stay connected to the company, but while they are looking towards retirement, but then wanting the opportunity to still engage with the company while providing broader impact in the community. It's an opportunity for us to leverage on that end as well, but more so looked at these days as that sort of accelerator of talent within the organization.
0: Now you've been a CEO for more than a year. I'd imagine you've brought a lot of what you've learned at Bank of America during your time there In terms of structuring an organization, in terms of setting goals, shaping strategy, you've probably also faced situations that you have never run into before. You've had to make different kinds of decisions. How has that part gone? And what are some of the big things that you've learned in the corner office that are making you a better executive that you might not have learned otherwise? I have
1: to tell you, when this opportunity came up, I was scared. (laughs) I was so, (laughs) I was scared to death because I felt like CEO, are you kidding me? Like D&I, yeah, I get that. I can do that. I've had over 15 years of HR experience. I've led teams and I felt very good about that. I've built strategy. I've done all those things, but CEO really, I'm so grateful that Bank of America and its leadership and my leader, Cynthia Bowman, really believed in me and provided that additional, Sandra, we know you can do this. And we're here to support you and really feel that this will be a great opportunity. So I think, first of all, you sort of need that. I think one of the things that I've learned in this role, especially being a CEO, is how important it is to have the right support around you and to understand that you don't necessarily have to know everything and to trust those around you to help support and guide and lead you and to build that community of trust so that you can go to them with questions and lean into their areas of expertise. So that has been a huge learning for me. I also had the great pleasure of going through CEO training and that training really taught me around how to really think about developing strategy in a very different way and how research and understanding just the broader context of what's happening, not only locally where you are, but nationally and internationally and how that impacts and supports your strategic direction was critical along with really building the right team and and ensuring that team had the support that they needed to be successful. The other thing is I did learn to embrace and trust my decisions more. I think that's important because you have to have that confidence in leading. Also, you have to embrace this notion around power and how to leverage it in the right way to really help lead your organization successfully. And that has been probably one of my greatest lessons in this because I wasn't always comfortable with that word or that term coming into this role.
0: Sounds like you've really gone to school here. So let me turn the question, the angle of the question a little bit here. What have you learned that you'll be able to take back to Bank of America that may benefit colleagues there?
1: Yeah, so there are a couple of things. I think even coming into this role, that's been so important for me. And, you know, I always knew this, but one of the things I've been sharing with my colleagues is Speaking up and speaking out about your own career and what you're looking for is so critically important because I would not honestly be in this role had I not had that opportunity and felt empowered to have those conversations and trusting that the company would embrace the fact that I am ready for something bigger and broader and was looking for that. And then honestly trusting that they admittedly didn't have anything for me at that time, but found that this opportunity was a great way for me to continue to grow and develop and get that bigger, broader experience and then be able to come back into the company. So that's one thing that I think is critically important that I've already started sharing. I think the other thing too is, and I've said this, I'm not the same person that I was when I first took this role. I wasn't as confident in my ability to, to perform at a high level consistently and do it in a way where now I feel so much more confident in being able to take on any role within the company. So I'll give you an example. You know, if someone had told me, Hey, Sandra, do you want to run a line of business within Bank of America or would you rather stay in more of a support role function? I probably would have said, no, I'm better in a support role function because I would have been afraid of failure had I taken on a line role. I am no longer that way. (laughs) And I think this experience has really helped me to feel more confident, again, in my own abilities and skills, because I've now had a really great experience that's proven that I can really do this. But also understanding and seeing that in a CEO role, being a CEO, I'm not going to say that it's easy because Lord knows it is not. But I'm also seeing that it's really about the people around you and the support that you have and meaning and bringing those that have that expertise to help guide and lead you through that, that CEOs don't do it alone. That has been probably another great lesson that I've learned that I'll definitely take back with me and also hopefully be able to pour into my colleagues.
0: In a recent survey, your DEI peers around the country were asked which diversity and inclusion leader inspires you the most, and you were among those who were named. So congratulations on that. That's a, a really meaningful recognition. Tells me that you're already obviously well-respected. So how is what you're doing now, running a young but ambitious organization, how is that going to specifically help you as a DNI executive when you return to Bank of America?
1: Of course, when you work for a company, everything you do revolves around that company's its partners. And so you have a very siloed view. It's not bad. It's just the way it is because you're working for that company. And what's been really fascinating and interesting to me in this role is I work with a plethora of companies across multiple industries that are around the world, and we impact 6.5 million employees. And so my perspective has shifted in what's happening around the diversity, equity, and inclusion space. And I'll definitely be able to take back sort of a much broader and international perspective when I go back into Bank of America.
0: I just realized that I may have made a big assumption. Being a CEO is no doubt a pretty heady experience. And and there's a lot of satisfaction that comes with building an organization essentially from the ground up it might be a letdown to slot back into an org chart after spending some years on top. So Sandra, how much temptation is there to turn leader on loan into leader for good at Paradigm for Parity? I mean, no doubt you won't have accomplished everything that you want to in just a couple of years. <laughs>
1: Terry, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're trying to get me in you're trouble. You're
0: on the spot I'm now. On the
1: spot. So what I'll say is, number one, I'll say that I am absolutely thrilled and excited about what I am doing now and loving it. And I'll end with this. Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> Ooh, a cliffhanger. So uh, Sandra Quince, CEO at Paradigm for Parity and Global DEI Executive at Bank of America. Many thanks again for this great conversation on the BAI Banking Strategies podcast.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me.
0: And a reminder to listeners about the 12th annual BAI Global Innovation Awards, the deadline for nominations is fast approaching. Banks and credit unions, solutions providers, and fintechs are all eligible, and self-nominations are welcome. Please visit BAI.org for more information. A few takeaways from the conversation with Sandra Quince from Bank of America and Paradigm for Parity. First, B of A's innovative Leader on Loan program started out as a giving back opportunity for late career executives, but it has over time transformed into a career accelerator for up-and-coming talents in the organization. That transformation is the result of the bank seeing value in its people seeking insights and experiences outside of B of A, and then bringing what they've learned back to share with their bank colleagues. For Sandra, some of what she has learned as a CEO includes that an effective executive doesn't have to know every detail. Having a good team in place and trusting the support provided by that team lets the leader stay focused on the bigger strategy picture. She's also learned how to be a better leader overall, placing greater trust in her decision-making and leveraging her position to help lead an organization. And finally, from a professional growth perspective, Sandra says she's not the same person that she was when she stepped over to Paradigm for Parity a year or so ago. For one thing, her self-confidence is way up. Whereas before she saw herself as someone best suited to a high level support role, now she can see herself more out front in a line of business. She may never have known this without venturing outside of B of a's walls. Thank you for listening to the BAI Banking Strategies Podcast. I'm Terry Badger, Managing Editor at BAI. Please visit us at BAI.org for more actionable insights on themes that are important for the financial services industry.